Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter? At CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump onto the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where... Once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. One hundred years ago, the five kingdoms of the island nation of Rosentia were at peace until a star fell from the sky itself. Among the crater, a solid gem was found. Its name, the Compass Rose, due to its resemblance to the five capitals of Rosentia. To the west, Gardania. To the east, Potpourri. To the north, Tropicania. To the south, the Spiral Thorns. And finally, the Vibrant Rose Kingdom. The crystal remained a mystery until the princess of the Vibrant Rose Kingdom, Lily, was able to get her hands on the Compass Rose. From this gemstone, she unlocked the powers of magic upon Rosentia. The kingdoms rejoiced as she shared her magic with the people. She instilled an ability in every family line. This seed of power could be accessed with training and focus. She then took on apprentices for the continued learning of the Compass Rose. One apprentice took offense to the fact that magic should be shared with the people that he now saw beneath him. He soon grew paranoid that Lily was hiding secrets about the Compass Rose itself, claiming it held greater power. This apprentice mercilessly attacked Princess Lily as the story goes. In her final act, she split the Compass Rose into four parts and scattered them to the four winds. The King of the Vibrant Rose Kingdom banned magic throughout the lands, to which it remains illegal to this day. Some whisper that the Apprentice is still searching for those four pieces of the Compass Rose to this very day. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Compass Rose, our anime-inspired mini-campaign using the last shonen system created by Dennis Veray. I am your narrator for this season, Dennis Veray. With, with me, I've got a couple of players and characters for this anime. I've got... Oh, shit. Uh, my name's Hadley, and I play The Block. My name's Nick, and I'm playing Casper Nautico. I'm Sarah, and I'm playing Suki Tomoe. We're going to start this session with a little feature. 
of the system I created called the filler episode. Uh, oh, I created shit, I'm this. Just to... channel. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> these are these are just a little bit more important than they usually are in in regular anime, though, Nick. So to fill in some time uh, between kind of long journey distances or just any kind of plot points we want to hit upon that are either fun or can be easily forgotten, we have the filler episode feature. The filler episode that our listeners missed out on is you guys traveling down Lotus Mountain. And while you were traveling down Lotus Mountain, you guys actually came across a Yeti. Uh, This big, white, fluffy, humanoid, uh, buff-looking Yeti. Wait, what? and, and, And the crux of this filler episode was you guys were kind of arguing back and forth over who was truly going to be the quote-unquote leader of your little trio. So I'd like to ask, who ended up winning that battle for quote-unquote leader? And you guys can discuss amongst yourselves. Well, I feel like the classic anime solution would be that the block would be able to defeat the Yeti in single combat, but you wouldn't <laughs> be able to like completely overpower him, and then mm-hmm. uh, either Suki or Casper would be able to outsmart the Yeti. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I actually really like that. Yeah, you guys good with that? I, mean, I feel like the leadership of our group should go to our obvious Yeah, so I think at the end of the day, Casper showing his emotional and actual intelligence over the block kind of gets the block to settle down a little bit. His that, emotional intelligence? You know, might is right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, he, he's like, damn, I can, I can defeat this guy in hand-to-hand combat, but then like the bad guy was, the Yeti was like throwing some shit at him like, Who's your mom? And he's like, I can't take this. I can't do it. I need to sit down. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, the, the well, Yeti I mean, can definitely talk, by the way. I didn't mention that, but he 100% knows English. And I think that's the crux, is that you tried to fight the Yeti, but the Yeti was like, dude, I've got, like, a thorn in my paw, and I just need someone to take it out, and I'll be happy. <laughs> and then the block was just like, kill him! <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you want to be the leader? I don't want to speak for the, you. The leader of the group, or the leader of this situation? Yeah. I don't think I'm capable of being leader of the group. I think I'm capable of making decisions, but I don't think the block gets told what to do. Like, it's like Hulk smash. Like, do you understand? Oh, I completely understand. All right, cool. (laughs) I've got minus one brains. Let's just keep that in mind. Since Nick has uh, kind of won out this quote-unquote filler episode, Nick, you're going to take an extra experience right now. I learned... That yetis are real. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yet- yetis are real in the the eastern part of Rosentia. So as our actual episode starts, you guys are fully down Lotus Mountain. You're arriving in the capital of the eastern quadrant of Rosentia. It's uh, Potpourri is the name of the town. Potpourri is a lake town, quite literally. The whole town is built upon this large lake surface. One of the few ways into the town are one of the four bridges that lead you onto it. It's kind of covered around by rolling hills. Uh, One of the most notable features of Potpourri are these sakura trees that wind out of the lake itself and drop sakura blossoms onto the water. As you guys are heading down from the southernmost bridge into town, it's actually, it's pretty late at night. It took you guys about like two and a half days to get down the mountain. 
and it's later at night, and it's kind of foggy as you guys are heading across the bridge. And as you guys are heading across the bridge, about a hundred feet out, you can't see it because of the fog, but you hear a lot of rustling. I'm just saying, I think it's weird that the Yeti could... He had speak, he had emotional intelligence. You know, it, it, why wasn't he a part of society? I mean, did we abandon them to the, the, the forest and the, to the mountains? I mean, it just seems weird to me. There's an economic imbalance there. <laughs> Orion, Orion kind of mimes out that like, oh, he's just kind of like a protected creature. And I'm sure this was kind of his own self-serving solitude. And he was just trying to save, stay safe with his little okay. frog hands. I just, I just think I've learned so much about society in the last 24 hours that I, I'm just trying to wrangle it still in my mind. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> As you're having this conversation with Orion, you guys, the rustling stops, and then you hear a loud splash. Um, are there, are there fish in the water? Um, oh my gosh. can I, like, punch the ground so hard that, like... That like it like vibrates and like I get whatever it is to jump out of the water. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I want you, I want you to roll plus brawn for me. Like, block. like all I, all I, look. The reason why I think this is because I've seen like anime like three times in my life, and like every time. <laughs> no, I love, I love where you're going. Every t- I love where you're going with this. Every time I see people like the block like do shit I'm like yeah that guy like he gets what he wants by punching things so he he punches his way through all of his problems no you're playing it perfectly oh (laughs) I got a four (laughs) the block you without speaking to anyone just go to punch the bridge itself Uh, unfortunately since this town is built on a wooden structure, oh, this wood is strong. Uh, and even with all your might, you're you're able to kind of punch down into it, but the most you get is a couple of splinters from the wood. Block, are you okay? Did you see a bug? <laughs> uh, he, he, like, I'm, like, uh, dusting off uh, my knuckles because I definitely got, like, a few scratches on it. <laughs> okay, um, I, I would like to... Uh, 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 study the battlefield real quick because I, I think this is dangerous. This is a scary situation. Oh, yeah. Is there any way that I can assist with that? Yeah, I'll have... You let's see what Nick rolls brain. when he rolls plus brain okay. to study the battlefield. And then after okay. Nick's roll, we'll All see right. if... <laughs> Three. <laughs> okay, so... We'll go ahead. Why don't you just make your... your and also a Suki, study of battlefield you You're the smart roll. one. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So while Casper is just looking around, you can't see much due to the fog. Uh, But Suki, there's something about the fog itself that you've always found yourself easily being able to see through. You're not sure what about it. Um, But you can just see a little better than the fog than the rest of the guys. You you make out in the distance about now, I want to say, 75 yards in front of you. Two gentlemen are kind of looking over the side of the bridge. Um, and this is very close to the time you heard the splash. And then you see them kind of, like, nod to each other and then walk off towards the town. But as you get closer to the spot where the splash is, 
since you got an 11 with your roll, you can ask three of the following questions. And if you don't ask one of the questions, you get to save uh, one of them as a hold for later, which you can use to add plus okay. one to any of your rolls later. So you can ask the question, okay, okay. who's most vulnerable? Who can I save? What's happening currently? Who has the advantage? Is there a chance for escape? Or what can I use to my advantage? All right. So I get three of those. Mm-hmm. All right. So... First off, what's happening here? You look down into the water, and the boys, you're having trouble seeing it, but Suki, you kind of cut through the fog, and you notice there's this big ripple effect um, from whatever they drop there. So you're estimating by size that it's easily, you know, whatever they dropped in there is about five and a half to six feet. All right. Uh, How can I use this to my advantage? I think you can save this knowledge you get this kind of eerie feeling from it and i think this set of this kind of unease will be will benefit you later when you're trying to talk to people in town all right and i can't really think of anything else i want to do for my third one all right then you can just save that for a plus one hold for later yep i i will save that as a hold then perfect yeah so suki relays that information to you guys that something big was just dropped into the the lake. Um, I think that Casper like feels in his bones that this might be like a person that he needs to go save. So he's gonna immediately like t- take off his his clothes, <laughs> uh, revealing his very very attractive one chest hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's like a a definite like close up of it, and it shines a little. <laughs> Ching. Uh, <laughs> And then he's, he's going to, uh, without saying anything else, jump into the water. All right. You jump into the water. Jasper, wait! <laughs> As Suki is just, like, holding her hand out. He was yelling at you to wait because you were being dumb. <laughs> but Casper is already splashed down in the water. Uh, as it's nighttime, it's pretty dark and kind of murky. And as you're getting quite a few feet down... A shadow's kind of coming closer and closer into view. And you see the form of a human being that has obviously been wrapped and tied in something to make him sink. You're not sure how big the lake under Potpourri is, but the shadow like continues to sink as you're starting to feel like, okay, this is like the halfway point of my breath, like... It's either go up now or, like, struggle to go further. It'd be a great shot where Orion is swimming alongside me, and then he, like, oh. he like he starts, like, bubbling. <laughs> yeah. He starts Even Orion's struggling. He starts yeah. swimming back up, and then I keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna try and get, okay. get to it. A roll plus Valor for a keep calm roll for me. Come on. Ten. Ten. All right. So you're able to keep your wits, and you've got a plus one hold now, Nick. With a 10. You swim. You're a pretty adept swimmer, Casper. So you're able to catch up with the body. And as you can kind of get a, a full sight of it, you see that is, yeah, it's definitely wrapped in a cloth, tied up with rope. And this rope is tied to kind of like a, a metal weight at the bottom that's dragging it down. Damn pot purry Italians. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck the Italians. Ooh. <laughs> They're the only demographic that doesn't show up on our statistics. Fuck them. I'm so sorry. 
Anyway, so this. Um, okay, is there is there any way I can I can cut the weight? Is it like a rope or is it a chain? Is it? It's it's a rope. So yeah, you could definitely cut the weight itself. Um, I don't have. God, my weapon is a staff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, and I probably took it off. You know, because when I talk about clothes. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm gonna try and knot the rope. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I all got. Right. <laughs> yeah, just give me just give me a straight brawn roll. I'm a, I'm a little. I got some muscles. All right. <laughs> that is a five. Okay. Can, am I am I capable of jumping uh, to block, him? Block, you know, you, block, you know, you sink like a fucking rock anytime you get. In the oh water. damn. Okay. Uh, to the point where you're like, you look at it and you're like, uh, I don't, I don't know how deep that is. It's pretty unsafe. Okay, I see. It. Um, I think at this point, Casper, you're 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 running out of breath. You try to nod it. The the rope's too thick of a twine. And you kind of see Orion, who's already resurfaced, coming back down to, like, grab you. And he's tugging on you with his little frog arms to come back up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'll go get him. Okay, I, I just feel like Casper wouldn't give up. So can I use my power? Or, or is this some, a yeah. situation I can't use? Okay. Yeah, as long as you got the energy, you can use your power. I, I don't think that Casper knows he's using the power, but <laughs> he's, he's desperate. He's trying to save this person. Yeah, so I think, yeah. We we watch as you say something underwater, and then we follow that that bubble rumble. of air all yeah. the way up to the surface as it pops. No! <laughs> <laughs> the bubble pops as you hear no. Casper, you see uh, as your eyes are kind of getting a bit of heavy as you're running out of air down there, the, the green sight, the aura around you, your seed energy kind of flexing around you as it kind of shapes itself into almost wings that kind of just gently float you and the body upwards. That's tight as hell. As you, as you resurface. Yeah. It's gonna be on the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Underwater Angel, hell yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the ending, OP, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suki, you, you reach down and help Casper out. Along with the block, you help bring the body out. Is it like physical wings, or is it like energy wings? <laughs> energy wings, yeah. They like dissipate as I reach the surface. Yeah. Flutter, fl- fly away, like little fl- feathers. That'd be cool. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I like that image. As you guys kind of toss the body onto the bridge. <sighs> Am I alive? Is this heaven? No, you're fine. What was that? I don't know. I, I I just saw it down there, and I couldn't I couldn't let it sink. I I don't know if they're still alive or not. I think it's a person. Okay. They. Be more careful next time, okay? Casper smiles and then throws up a bunch of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an endless stream. Suki just lets out a deep, beleaguered sigh. I'm gonna like I'm gonna like hit him on the back and like so that the remainder of the water comes out, and then like a fish like pops up halfway through his mouth. And then you're like, do it! <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you guys successfully recovered this this body. Uh, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> Actually, Dennis, how is this body, how does this guy look? Um, as you does kind look of... like, particularly hurt? As you guys, he's fully, like, wrapped up in a cloth. And as you guys undo it, uh, he does look extremely beat up. And he is definitely not breathing. Oh no! I would like to heal them. Wait, I want to check its pockets for loose change <laughs> before right. we start. Block, no! <laughs> He's like, I'm like looking for food. Casper's gonna like sw- slap at Block's hand instinctually, and then realize what he's done, and be like, I- I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna shrug that one off. I know that he couldn't do me any harm. That's a nine, so I can heal him two battle damage. All right. You kind of get on your knees in front of him. You put your hands in like a little triangle or Illuminati pose over his chest as the boys watch as you kind of... We see this kind of soft white light appear from Suki's hands as this gentleman's, you know, black eyes kind of shoot open uh, as he kind of also coughs up water out of his scarred and and his bruised up mouth. <laughs> oh god. Suki, you, you saved him. Yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna Go like ahead. use my big <laughs> I'm gonna like use my big hand to like put it behind his back and sit him up. Uh, he uses you like a portable chair. What is what's going on? Who are you? Um hi there. Um my my name's Casper Nautico. Um this is uh Suki Tomoe, and uh, this is the block. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do uh, like a little this, princess wave at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're uh, we're um, I guess we're adventurers. Do we have a title yet? Uh, the block, like the block, looks like he's definitely got like a list of names <laughs> written on his on his on his arm. Uh, he goes like, uh, <laughs> uh, thunderfish, uh. Clap. Uh. Rose finders. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, compass comrades. <laughs> All right, rose finders. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, Tenya Tanaka. What are you doing out? It's 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 too late for you guys to be out in Potpourri. We uh we've never been here before. Um, I, well I don't know if you have block. I've never been here before. Mm, I typically stay in one spot. I can sense that about you. Um, so we've never been here before. We, we we met a yeti who told us directions, um, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're 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 sort of on a on a quest. Um, uh, no, I I understand, but uh, Potpourri isn't the town it used to be. Yeah. Um, do they normally drown people <laughs> in Potpourri? <laughs> is that is that like a no. thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, as he goes into his very, like, specific anime exposition monologue. <laughs> as, like, the camera, yeah, moves in on him, and the background, like, changes to whatever he's talking about. Uh, Potpourri was just this beautiful town. It was filled with monks and people who loved the traditional ways, the old ways. We serve as kind of a gateway safety for Lotus Mountain and the hidden village of Lotus on top. We believe that the world can live together with their seeds. We have dreaded the western expansion for some time, so... When a gentleman came, saying he could protect us from it, we threw all of our resources at him. Everything was fine for a while, but then his... protection became harsh. He erected this giant casino filled with just... sin and villainy. He started a curfew, you're not supposed to be out in Potpourri unless you're in his casino. And God forbid if you win a hand over him in his casino as he begins coughing up water and then a little bit of blood. Um, I, what's a casino? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Man, this in it's, a, it's a place cool. place where you gamble. Oh, okay. Like valuable stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that sounds like I would be really good at it. Can we go there? <laughs> you gotta no. You gotta beware. This guy, he's dangerous. He's he's part of Fifty Two Pickup. And when you hear those words, Suki, your ears kind of prick up because you've you've known about Fifty Two Pickup for quite some time in your yeah. life. Why don't you go and roll plus brain for me? Oh, Ooh, not the great five. So maybe yeah. Even if I were to add my hold to that, it wouldn't go well. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're knowledgeable about Fifty Two Pickup. You know they're a gang of seed users. I think this role is about how much you're willing to share with your fellow okay. rose finders. Yeah. You kind of prick up at it, but then you're able to hide your emotions. I just, I only went into the casino myself because they've conscripted my my grandmother, my Obachan. This town sounds horrible. It was very nice at one point, and it is very bad now, is what I'm trying to illustrate. No, that's clear. (laughs) (laughs) My Obachan runs a little tea shop in town, but she couldn't pay the quote-unquote taxes to the member of 52 Pickup, so he kidnapped her and forces her to work in the casino. I oh my god. Tried to, I tried to win back her freedom, but even though I won, I obviously lost as he points to the fact that he was just nearly drowned to death. Casper has like a faraway look in his eyes. Wait, you said it was a casino has, has a bunch of valuable things and, and prizes, and I wonder if... This town has a, a crystal like ours did, like Lotus did. That would be something re- super valuable for them, for people to, to, to vie for and pay money for. Well, I think if they do, they're not just going to give it to us. Oh, that was never in question. I'll get it from them. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> no, can I? As you're like starting to walk away, he like gets on his knees and bows before you. <laughs> Great. Warriors, adventurers, rose finders, can I please ask a favor of you? I, I guess. Um, it kind of seems like it should be the other way around, because we saved your life. But I'm not that kind of person. I'm, I'm bigger than that. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> please, please, I need you to succeed where I failed. Please save my Obachan. We will. Of course. I'm going where they're going. Once you're done, please, please bring her to the Tanaka Tea Shop. I, I need a nap, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, do you want us to walk you home? Or is, it, is it safe? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not supposed to be out because of curfew. God damn it. Yeah, come come with me, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As the block, like, hoists him up on his shoulder. <laughs> like a little get... kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over the shoulder, you know? Like, like a sack should, of flour. Just like we should take a canoe or something. Would that be safer? Like that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean three, <laughs> when they're in Singapore. That's exactly how it's gonna happen. You head into Potpourri proper. As you see, it's a very traditional Japanese-looking village. You know, red shingled roofs. Uh, you guys are heading down the main street. Uh, on the left, you see a little cute building. That's Tanaka's Tea Shop. 
but your eyes are kind of caught, since most of Main Street seems dark now since it's past curfew, you see scuttering of people like quickly running back to their homes or trying to get from place to place. You see at the very end of Main Street, you see a gigantic shrine that seems to be converted into what you can only assume is the casino. It's multi-storied, and it's got these large candles and golden shingles kind of garishly clashing with the rest of the town. As you kind of drop off Tanaka and leave him there, he heads into the tea shop, obviously pointing out the casino to you guys. Is it, so is it like guarded, or are there like, you know... Because you said you're not allowed to be outside. How is it, like, policed? Or? Well, you're only allowed to be outside if you're heading to the casino. So he really wants everyone in that casino. Wait, there are so... I have so many questions now. <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead. Oh. That's what I'm here for. No, no. Th- this is table talk, maybe. And, like, there are so many... Like, there are so many problems with that, though. <laughs> like, are, are these... What are we doing here? All right. Anyways, let's go. Jesus Christ, Adam. No. Anyways, we're good. We're good. Um, I, I don't really know what our plan of action is here. Um, you know, Adara Sensei, Adara Sensei said that um, we should find the crystals, but you know, I maybe it's not in the big giant golden casino with the bright lights and the spotlight. I'm gonna look at both of them. And I'm gonna say, follow my lead. Oh, okay. Okay. Just, just stay, uh, stay are, behind me. Are you just gonna head right in there? Because I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> As we smash cut to the block heading right into the casino, <laughs> you he- you head into the ca- casino. As you can see, it is large and garish. There's a hustle and bustle. You see monks and traditional guards. You see a bunch of women around and yakatas serving drinks. Uh, it's multi-tiered. The, the second floor of this building seems to be lofted and sloped a little, as if you were walking into the building. You were players on a stage, and the audience was in front of you. You see these large... Since it's not as technologically forward in the East, you see these makeshift candelabras and makeshift chandeliers made out of hundreds upon thousands of tiny candles. You look up to the the lofted second floor and you can see this large, large poker table. And directly in front of your view line, you see a man. He's sitting with this very strong stature. He's wearing this white suit that has diamonds all over it. And he has those disgusting glasses that are like green and red and yellow because they're reflecting out different colors of light. Oh. Uh, but they're like straight across his face and like almost a, a cyclops from X-Men kind of style. Or this guy's awesome. A, a solid rectangle. I don't know why you're this... Dennis, damn. <laughs> is this, is this dumb, dumb? He's got this very, very short and tight cop haircut, you know? Oh my god. The, like, a, qu- a quarter inch off his head, and it comes to a bad point. As you see, like, a, a large cigar in his mouth. Uh, as he's laughing and joking around the table, you guys can see around the table, people are kind of just afraid of what's going on. They don't want to be at this guy's table. 
there's a weird like smash cut of like zooming in on Casper and all of a sudden he's naked and he's like staring out at like the crowd of people and they're all looking at him and then it cuts back and he's just himself <laughs> but he's like I, I, uh, there's so many people I've never seen this many people before in my life and then he like slowly like rubs his head n nervously and then like pulls away in, in fear because suddenly he realizes that there's hair on top of his head <laughs> And it's just like yeah. little, little black hairs. It's like, what the hell? Little black hairs. At one point, Casper was bald, and now he's got a little bit of hair. Uh-oh. The block definitely hates this guy. It's the cop haircut that gets him. Um, <laughs> but, uh, is there any way to, like, sit down and just seem intimidating? <laughs> yeah, where do you where do you want to sit down? Um, I'd like to sit across from him. Alright, you head through the crowd all the way to a door that leads to some stairs up to the second floor and there's like a bouncer there and he kind of looks at you block and he's like all right this guy's probably tough enough to hang so he immediately like lets you by but then like steps in front of suki and casper as they're trying to follow you <laughs> but then you can quickly turn around and be like nah they're with me and the bouncer's like all right i don't know if casper wants to go <laughs> <with the block. laughs> okay yeah casper can stay down there if you don't want to yeah, Gap Suki's gonna go because, like you said, fifty-two pickup. Yeah. This is personal. Yeah. Wait, Suki, I I just don't think that this is a good idea. <laughs> the Casper's gonna be like <laughs> swallowed by the crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's just Carried like away. earlier when Suki was trying to stop you from jumping into the water. You tried to stop her, but she's already gone. <laughs> just carried away by like like on the backs and like crowd surfed <laughs> by like a bunch yep. of people. They're like, get off me. <laughs> You end up on a roulette table as the ball. Fly off. <laughs> the block, you head up there with Suki. <laughs> and uh, you watch as two other suited men drag off a person from the table. And he's screaming like, no, no, you can't do this to me, man. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to win. I'm sorry, Tony. As they drag him off, you see an open seat in front of you, directly across from the member 52 pickup. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put my hand on the table gently, and then I'm gonna seat myself. Tony is kind of, like, looking around the table. Of course, he's got, like, a couple of babes behind him, you know? <laughs> but once he feels your power sitting across from him, block, he'll kind of catch his eyes on yours. Ooh, well, 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 what do we have here? God, is it Colonel Sanders? <laughs> I'm gonna look at He's I'm gonna look at him, I'm gonna say deal. <laughs> Alright, boy. As he starts handing out the cards to everyone. And uh who might you be? Is he saying that to Suki or Block? <laughs> He's saying it oh to shit, the okay. I thought I definitely I was like, this is for Suki, right? Like Um <laughs> I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna say Nah, Suki's like, Suki's kind of hiding behind a couple of people so she's like still out of sight a little but she's keeping an eye on the situation Um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna look at him and say I'm just passing by <laughs> Oh, well I hope someone told you the rules around here I'm glad you made it into this here casino, this is uh, <laughs> as he kicks back his feet and his arms kind of showing his arms to everything that he owns, this here is uh, my casino <laughs> this is uh, all Tony's. I think I'm just gonna keep looking at him, like I just I'm, I'm here to play, I'm not here I'm not here to talk to this guy, Block does not 
talk to people like this. He, yeah, <laughs> he he definitely takes the heart when you're not impressed by everything he's owned and amassed. Um, as you get to your game, uh, I'm gonna have you roll plus kawaii for me. Okay. Block. Block, do you know how to play cards? <laughs> um, I think he just understands the environment. He definitely doesn't know how to play, but I think he understands, like, you know, like, this is a tough environment, and these guys are probably cheaters anyway. Alright, here we go. Also, uh, is it just generic cards? <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> yeah, it's like a specific game in the anime world. All right. <laughs> you you go around and you're playing this very specific anime card game and it's it's explained in another filler episode later in the series how it works. But on this first hand, you and Tony end up drawing. And like as you as you draw, everyone around the table is like oh, fuck, like, oh, God, he almost beat Tony, and, like, we don't, God, we don't beat Tony at this table. That's, like, not our job here. So there's, like, a little stunned silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all, oh God, they're all saying it one Tony. word at a time around the table. Oh, my God, Tony should win this. That's crazy. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, is this a little bit of that beginner's look? <laughs> and the block and his God, mind. His laugh is so gross. <laughs> the, the, the block in my mind is like he and he he's like yeah I got so lucky, um, but he's just he's definitely <laughs> just gonna stare at him fucking blank face like we go until somebody wins. All right, all right. As Suki, you kind of like move your way across the crowd. You definitely get your eyes fully on Tony, and okay. you you notice him, and he's definitely got the look of someone who's in 52 pickup, and I'd like you to roll plus willpower for me right now for a flashback. Ooh, oh, yeah. Shit. Perfect. I'm gonna put my hold on that to make it <laughs> Hell yeah. We kind of go through Suki's perspective to a flashback. We see a time before Casper was a part of the family in their original village. We see Suki and her parents growing up, and as it's on the, the border of the, the south and east, uh, it's a relatively kind of... It's a fine climate. It's it's getting a little colder there, but it's, it's nice and leafy like the rest of the east is. But we see a, a very young Suki kind of playing out in the, the yard. She's playing stick hoop or something very specific to the anime no she's actually playing she's playing a very specific game called ring around the rosie that will come up later in the series great um, she's playing she's playing ring around the rosie with a bunch of kids when her parents like quickly come up and scoop her up and bring her into the house as you're watching your dad kind of pack up everything and you're very confused, and you're asking, like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Why, why, why do we have to go, Mom and Dad? Um, as they kind of, your mom kind of gets down on her knees, so she's at your le- level and explains to you, like, Suki, we're, we're, someone from 52 Pickup has come into town, and they're, they're gonna do bad things, okay? They, they try to tell us that they're gonna protect us, but... I don't think they have everyone's interests in mind. I think they just think about themselves a lot of the time. So we're going to go somewhere safe. And I'm going to keep you safe, I promise. 
as you kind of get lifted up again and are kind of dragged through your house, your childhood house, you head out into the street. And as you're leaving your town, you kind of get this glimpse of a blonde woman in glasses. And that's the last thing you can remember from this memory. But you do have this okay. sour taste of 52 pickup in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, on the first floor of the casino, we see Casper, who has just finally settled down by the sea of people in the casino. Someone hands As him a coat. Been... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> you, you get handed a drink and turn around oh, and see you. the tiny... <laughs> The tiniest, oldest woman you've ever seen in your life. She's got a cute little white-haired bun. Grandma? Uh, is that you, Tanaka? She's, like, fiddling with her glasses, trying to get closer to you. No, 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 but uh, but, uh, but I know him. Um, I, we're, we're here, um... Uh, then Kesper's gonna sort of, like, look around and, like, realize he probably shouldn't say this out loud. Um, <laughs> so he's gonna sort of, like, gesture to, like, a corner. <laughs> Awkwardly. <laughs> Okay, as she like <laughs> you, you kind of head towards the corner and you kind of look back to see where she is. But her feet are to- so tiny, so she's just taking like these little grandma steps over there. So then you end up having to like jokingly push her into the corner to speed things up. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, listen, now what is it? Listen, um, Sunny. My name is Casper Natico. Um, that's not important, really. Um, <laughs> but. I met your your grandson Tanaka. Fifty two pickup tried to drown him in the lake. Um, oh God! But, I, but it's okay. No. We saved we saved him. Um, oh, but thank you. He uh he he his one request was for us to to get you out of here, and and we're happy to oblige. We're 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 on our way out of town. Um, you could you could come with us if you like. No, I'd love to, but if you tried to. Save me from here. What's stopping Tony from doing the same to you? What he did to Tanaka? I mean, we're 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 you know, I'm I'm just a kid, so I think uh, you know, <laughs> it can't be that bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> as we smash cut, as you hear a loud sound from the second floor, Casper, as the block has successfully just defeated Tony in a game of cards. Oh my God, uh, the block! Uh, <laughs> so much luck. <laughs> <laughs> As yeah, the, you know, the block's down. looking, around. <laughs> <laughs> as the block is looking around, very, very excited that he's just won. Everyone around the table and surrounding the greater area of upstairs is looking in shock. Uh, as you watch Tony just kind of stand up silently, and then he rolls his shoulder around like he's loosening it, and then he punches a nearby pillar. As you watch him punch this pillar block, you watch as the pillar completely shatters from the solid single punch. Uh-oh. And you hope that it wasn't a fucking load-bearing pillar for this building. Uh-huh. Ooh, ha-ha-ha. I am, I am very sorry uh, for that outburst, but, uh, <laughs> Sonny, how did you do that? And, and there's, like, a thought in his mind that's, like, it says, like, yeah, how did I do that? Um, but <laughs> I'm gonna look at him, and I uh, I think I'm gonna put my fists up because I feel like this guy sucks. <laughs> you put your fist up, 
as Tony turns around and then he rolls his shoulder twice and in a single quick motion picks up the card table you are all out, lifts it up and throws it behind him with a big crash as he goes and he grabs your collar, what can be only described as your collar, as you're in mostly rags, the blocks, but... (laughs) He picks you up by the throat. (laughs) Um, You don't want to fuck with me, boy. Oh, this is one of... This is oh, one God, of those. What, what is this anime right now? What is this what anime? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Yu Yu Hakusho level, so like the dub's a little spicier, you know. Oh, okay, good. There's blood. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Um, am I able to uh like grab his wrists and then like use the momentum of my feet to like kick him in the stomach? Yeah, go ahead. Roll to take it head on for me. I'm gonna rip his arms off like that. All right. <laughs> Uh, ten. Oh, okay. Yes, this is good, because I also have a yeah. hidden, uh, not hidden ability, it's just an ability. Um, I've been playing too much Pokemon. Uh, I'm gonna use Brutal Fist, which is, uh, if I get a ten plus brawn roll, I get to choose an additional effect listed here. Which one are you gonna pick? Um, I'm going to, um, do plus one harm to, to, uh, this dude. Alright. And then you can pick one from the regular list as well, so that also has add another battle damage, take one less battle damage yourself, take advantage against your opponent, uh, and then set up a friendly attack. What was the first one? Do an additional damage? Yeah. Um, we'll do another damage. Alright. So what plays out is Tony's about to punch you block, but um, for some reason the, the card game's just got you quick-witted. You're, you're, you're flying by the seat of your pants right now. As his punch comes to register with you, you kind of just move backwards as both of you are nearly the same height, and you use the momentum of his punch as you grab his arm to kind of kick back against the banister of the second floor. And as you're going through this motion, you do take note of the fact that when Tony goes to punch you, there is a lot of power behind this punch. And if you would have taken this, it would have hurt even you, Block. As you kind of make this smooth Tai Chi motion, you end up throwing Tony over the second floor banister and then through the wall of the front of the casino. Noise. As he lands somewhere outside of the casino. Noise. So I'm, I'm sitting on the second floor. Is, is there anybody around me? Yeah, everyone in the casino is just looking oh. at you with awe. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him. Who is this strange homeless man who came in here? (laughs) I'm gonna look at all of them and be like, "Uh, get the fuck out!" With a question mark. (laughs) Uh, they like they're nodding and they're like, "Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, no, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Tony's not here now. Let's go." As they all start clearing out of the casino. Uh, I'm gonna Casper's down at the bottom. He's gonna look up at Block and be like, "Block, how did you do that?" (laughs) I'm gonna look at him and like. Go look for the shit we're here for. I found her! (laughs) Point to the grandma. (laughs) And Suki's gonna tell Casper to get her to the tea shop as she moves to stand with Block. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna cannonball run the grandma to the tea shop. (laughs) So the, the three of you head out of the casino. 
uh, as soon as you're sure everyone has escaped it. Uh, you watch as, like, people are kind of parting across Main Street, as a lot of them still look shocked as they kind of look up, or as you exit, you look to see, and you see Tony kind of standing in the middle of, of Main Street. He's a little beat up. His, his diamond suit is a little tur uh, torn up a bit. Uh, as he's kind of breathing heavily, his his glasses are askance. <laughs> it has been a while since I fought someone with this much power. And let me tell you, it is exciting. I'm definitely going to crack my knuckles and then point another fist at him. <laughs> now, here's the thing I don't understand. As he points to the block and then to Casper... You two are bursting with seed energy, but this one, as he's pointing to Suki, has got nada, zilch, nothing. You don't know anything about us. Why do you have that weird accent? <laughs> it's really distracting. <laughs> Damn, this is not what we're here for. Yeah, no, Suki's responsible that you have no powers. It still didn't talk. It still didn't stop you from taking over my entire village. Oh God, Suki, really? <laughs> None of us had any power. I didn't know that, right, Dennis? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, a, that's a surprise to you. That's a that's oh. a reveal. Oh. As uh, Tony's gonna take off his glasses for real and toss them to the ground. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've taken over a great many a town, but I think I would have remembered you, but. Could have been another member of 52 Pickup. We've been, uh, liberating quite a lot of the East thus far. You've been turning towns into these totalitarian casino states. I was going to say we shouldn't fight this guy, but after hearing him talk for, like, you know, a minute and a half, <laughs> I think we should end him. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll see what you can do against my own seed. See? My power is that every time I make a full rotation of my shoulder, that arm's power increases tenfold. Oh. As you as you watch him roll his shoulder once. Stop. <laughs> Don't do it a second now, time. Now, what can you possibly do against me? I know. I'm going to do the thing that I failed to do at the beginning of the episode, and I'm going to punch the ground so hard that, like... <laughs> Like, I open a crevice <laughs> in the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love it. Uh, roll plus brawn for me. Alright, here we go. Come on. You got this block. Come on. Come on. Nine. <laughs> Alright. So close. With a nine, you kind of focus up a little bit more. Uh, Casper, you kind of turn to your side and you see the green sight, the ore around the block as he's kind of finding his inner peace as you you punch down to the ground block. There's a nice little ripple wave you send through as, like, the boards that keep this town afloat kind of ripple all the way to Tony, and he, he loses his balance a little bit. Uh, but it's not enough to break the boards apart, but you do hear some, like, creaking as if it's getting closer. Casper uh, will turn to the ground and say, stay behind us! <laughs> Oh, okay. Alright, as she, like, does the little mosey along again to, like, get in a safe place, but it's taking too long again. Not too far! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, as she turns around and it takes too long for her to I, turn around. No rush! <laughs> <laughs> as 
Tony is going to rush up with a quickness, and he's going to load his tenfold punch into the block. Hadley, I want you to roll plus deft to get out of harm's way for me. Oh, shit. He's not deft. It's zero. The... Oh, ten. Shit. Okay. Uh, With a ten... You're going to take, let's see. You were on top of it today, Block, and I'm proud of you. (laughs) Yeah. Look, this guy needs his ass beat. You're really using all your brain. (laughs) This guy needs his ass kicked, and and I'm not stopping. You get into a flurry of blows as you get into your little back against each other, Uh, and you're, you're holding up against him. Uh, so no no battle damage will be ex- uh, exchanged on your end block, um, but you are you are feeling the wear and tear of his punches. Can I look behind me? And yeah. uh, so it's it's Suki and and Casper behind me, right? Um, I'm yeah. gonna look at them. and I'm gonna say, "Any help?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had this. No, um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll uh, fight for my friends. All right. Uh. And I will study the battlefield. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nick, roll plus Valor. And then Sarah, roll plus Brain. I'm gonna use my, uh, hold to get a nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, so with a nine, you can add one, or you can have one of the following. You can add plus one to a friendly roll. Uh, you can take the harm that was intended for an ally. You can work with a teammate for a team attack. Or you can give advantage to your team member. Ooh, um, I, I, feel, I, I feel like... Block has got like the strength against this guy. Mm-hmm. The Casper doesn't really have full control over his powers, um, so I think mm-hmm. that um, Casper is just going to sort of run into the fray and try and uh, give an advantage to a uh, team member to Block um, by like mm-hmm. grabbing one of one of Tony's arms, <laughs> like holding, right. him, holding him in place, trying to trying to pin him, you know. Armbar. Yeah, yeah. You hold. <laughs> you you try to armbar on one of his massive arms as he doesn't really know what to do, but he's like still able to maneuver the other one as he's I'm just, like, like still lifted off the ground, matching up with the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're essentially on a roller coaster route right now as he's trying to move around with you. And then what'd you get, Sarah? I rolled an eight. All right, with an eight, you can ask two of the following: Who's most vulnerable? Who can I save? What's currently happening? Who has the advantage? Is there a chance for escape? And what can I use to my advantage? Alright, so what can I use to my advantage for my first one? Mm-hmm. And then for yeah. the second one, uh, can you go through those again? Who's most vulnerable? Who can I save? What's happening currently? And who has the advantage? And is there a chance for escape? Alright, and then the second one is uh, who can I save? Okay. So... The battle between the three of them is kind of moving them around the boardwalk of Main Street. As you noticed, as you notice, what can you take advantage of? They're getting closer to the spot that the ripple effect from the block's punch took place. And then you watch as Tony kind of whips around Casper on his arm, on his right arm which powers up his arm, which gives him enough force to kind of yeet Casper straight into the block. And the block immediately, like, stops punching and just catches Casper. Uh, But it ends up forcing the two of them down as you watch as Tony begins just revving up his arm. It looks like a cartoon fight where they're just, like, windmilling their arm. 
as you watch as the muscle mass of his arm is getting thicker and thicker with each tenfold of power. Uh, And you can you can save your friends right now. I would very much like to go save my friends. (laughs) All right. I'd like you to roll plus willpower for me. Ooh, that's a 12. Oh, baby, this is too good. Hell yeah. Suki. Hell yeah. It's, 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 it's part flashback and part of using your power as well as we... Tell us, tell us glimpses that you've noticed throughout your life uh, that you're, you're special, that there's something different about you. Okay, so as I'm going through the first memory, uh, it's dead of winter mm-hmm. at the home village. Suki's walking around outside, no coat, no scarf. Yep. She's down in regular dress. Uh, her mom does drag her in, going, "Come in, come in, you'll freeze to death." No, but I'm fine. <laughs> That's fine. And then, and then, like a second one will be like she's taken Casper the dojo. She does her little like good luck arm punch, and mm-hmm. Casper goes, "Wow, your hands are really cold." <laughs> <laughs> And then we also flash back to earlier when you healed uh, Tanaka, and we saw that little, that very fine white light uh, coming out of your hands as you rush over in between Tony and your friends. You hold out your hand as we watch this kind of white fine powder start off beneath your feet. And then quickly, these crystal ice structures begin jutting out beneath your feet as this almost a rose of ice shape kind of forms around you. So lit. And so lit. <laughs> the, the cold is forcing the boardwalk underneath to quickly condense. As Tony is still rushing towards you, the boards beneath him snap as he falls into the lake below. As he's he tries to hold on, but the, the ice kind of covers his hand, and his hand quickly gets frostbitten. Oh my god. <laughs> so he, he, he drops into the water below as he continues to sink, because now the muscle mass in his arm is too heavy as he <laughs> oh sinks to the bottom of Potpourri's lake. Anybody want to jump in? <laughs> um, I'm gonna do like a, um, I'm trying to think. I, I know I had the, the move, like, I imagined him doing this move. Um, can he do... Okay, here we go, here we go. Can How high would you say can the block jump? Um, I would say it's an anime, so like 10 feet. He's a big okay. dude, but he can get some height. All right, can I do like a... Um, this is, so, is going to be so sick. Uh, he jumps and like flips in the air and like using the power of gravity and like his force of like flipping in the air. Can I like... It's like a swan dive. It's not swan dive because he hits the ground with his butt. He definitely like just full on throws oh. himself at the earth. You yeah, cannonball. Can- cannonball. Yeah. Okay. Ground. We're doing a cannonball. Ground pound. You. You, you Mario ground pound. <laughs> Mario into- ground pound. <laughs> the, the water as Tony is struggling from breath as he sinks. He looks up and he just sees the blocks thick ass. <laughs> as you're able to grab him and bring him back to the surface. That's right. We did for you what you wouldn't do for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as, the, as the block is is underwater with him, Casper's going to turn to Suki yeah. and be like, Suki, that was amazing. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know I could do that either. I always knew that you were special. Thanks, bro. She's going to help Casper up. And then her hands are really cold and Casper's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> or Ryan's shivering, you know? <laughs> he burrows, burrows himself deeper into my breast pocket. <laughs> 
<laughs> as you uh, bring Tony up, the, the villagers around you cheer you on as a couple of the monks tie up Tony and be like, we'll, we'll deal with him from here. Like, we got him now. Um, thank you for all your help. As you escort Obachan back to the Tanaka tea shop, uh, you sit down, you're, you're treated to a nice cup of tea. And the Tanaka family tells you that you converse the night away and kind of tell them your mission of finding the rest of the compass rose pieces. And Obachan goes like, oh, you should check out the the dead rose kingdom. It's not too far from here, but I hear they have modes of transport that'll help you get to the, the western side of Rosentia. That'd be great. My feet are killing me. Yeah, you walk down a mountain. That's fucking wild. Well, the block carried me most of the way. <laughs> There's only block. one set you of You really footprints. are so strong. <laughs> There's only one set of sandal prints. <laughs> the block carried me the rest of the way. They were some deep prints, though. <laughs> you get some nice lodging, lodging from the Tanaka Tea Shop as they have a little inn above them as well. Uh, and rest the night away as Suki you have a little trouble resting as you kind of watching your hands as they kind of glow with this little white intensity uh, right before you go to sleep uh, the block and Casper you look over to Suki's bed and you see the green sight around her you see the aura of her seed flowing around her just like you could see for you two from before but it's green uh, are we like sleeping in like mats you know like next to each other yeah. like classic uh, Casper will, like, lay his head back down and immediately start snoring really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're dreaming, Casper, your dream feels like a flashback. You see the compass rose in a room. You see two people arguing. One, this kind of woman made out of silk. And Literally? Then... <laughs> She just, the dream makes it look, you can't get all of her features down, but she's soft and almost made of light. And then, out of the shadows, an aggressor comes, and you can't shake the feeling that you've seen this aggressor before. He's got this long ponytail, this wild scarf. Is it, is it Ace? And as you're trying to pull it together, the dream fades. No. No. And that's where we'll end this episode for today. No. Dude, is he gonna die just like Nate Prosper? Right. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who has dreams dies. <laughs> yeah. Rockbeer, Nate. It's all <laughs> dreams. Oh shit. Oh god. I'm surprised Paris didn't die. I know. I didn't get dreams. Oh no. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.